1: Man, happy Monday to everyone out there. Great weekend. We hope you had a very, very fantastic weekend. Left, let me tell you something, man. I sat and watched basketball, college and pro all day Saturday. It was the perfect prelude to Championship Sunday. And then we get to come here on Monday and talk to Notre Dame fans and LL Nation, man. It's the Steel Nora Boys, we're back in the building. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Brought to you by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. It is that premium American whiskey, And If you're going to drink by all means, make sure that you drink responsibly. You gotta drink responsibly.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: But a left, because you know I'm a, look, that's my boy. Okay. So I always got his back. So I'm gonna I'm gonna honor him today by doing things a little different. That's that's what I do. I stick up for my boy. So we're gonna do things a little different. You know what time it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Petti code
3: Petty
1: Junction. <laughs> pettiest story of the day, brought to you by Anora Whiskey and that premium American whiskey. AnoraWhiskey.com. Now, most of you might think I'm going a certain direction with this, right? I'm really not. I'm really supporting my boy. It was a tough weekend for my boy. Back to back days, back to back nights. Tough. So I'm throwing every umpire, referee, and every major sport on the petty train. This has gotten ridiculous, dude. From the lakers celtics game, the end of that game in regulation, the non-foul call, some of the – dude, the third, nine, multiple times, again, the Bengals, the play calls, I mean, the calls got dude, The fourth down completion that wasn't a completion that gave the first touchdown to the – just – the booth, everybody involved. It's absolutely ridiculous, dude. It's, it's, it's beyond ridiculous. And I don't understand. This is what I don't understand. How do you not reverse the LeBron call? If there's ever a call, Yeah, how do you, review, you, it? And you know me. I'm look, I'm all, I'm all, you know, I'm Team Jordan. You know I'm Team Jordan. Yeah. I'm watching the game and I'm like, bro, just review it. Just review it. They, they just review, review it. it. Man, just review it. Patrick Beverly, I got to put you on the petty train, bro. I have to. I got to. I got to. We had to do this at the beginning of the show today. It was just too many people. Patrick many. Beverly, look, man, relax, bro. <laughs> That's when you, you know, when you got your people, and sometimes we can't pick our family, bro. And sometimes <laughs> we have people in our family like you don't want to bring around certain people. I was ashamed that he was from Chicago that, at that moment. Like, <laughs> bro, what are you doing? Yeah. What, what are you doing? What are you doing? I look. I'm going to get to the game momentarily, but this officiating has to improve, man. <laughs> it has to improve. It's really getting too obvious, especially on the professional level. Now, if you're on the college level. And you still trying to, you know, get everything together? Fine. When you get to the professional level, you're supposed to be the best. Of the best.
2: Of the best. Like even the refs are professional.
1: Now I'm not even tripping. On the third nine thing, I think they showed the video of the umpire trying to run in from deep down the field. I don't know if his whistle was broke or whatever, but. Once he runs in, stop the play in the middle of the play. The rest of it, they just stood there.
2: They just stood there.
1: Someone could have been injured on that play. Pat could have twisted his ankle again. Anything could have happened. Like, if you see your man running in the field, everybody should be blowing that whistle and waving their hands.
2: That's right. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Come on, man. This. I mean, it's it's been a lot of. I think just because social media and the, and the how quick you can put the instant replay on Twitter, it just causes such a stir because it's so obvious. But in the midst of a game, you know, there's so much going on that the obvious stuff from a hindsight, you know, bird's eye view from the TV, you're like, man, just review the call. Do it. But when you're in the game, it's like, oh, you got people arguing. There's so many, you know, it's a tough, perspective on both sides, but still some of the blatant missed calls and no calls and and even the players. I mean, James Harden running on the court. Man. (laughs) (laughs) What is that?
1: (laughs) Yo, it's, it's, it's gotten to the point where it's just flat out ridiculous. Just flat out ridiculous, man. Like people are upright in the chat. You know, Joe Burrow did get hit by Frank Clark. He did. He, he purposely bumped him. He just purposely. bumped him. Probably said something to him. Fine. But then, big play on the pass to Valdez Scantlin, and they called Taunton on the <laughs> offense. Wait, like, what are we doing?
2: What are we doing? Are we
1: like, doing? come on. He's a grown man, dude. Because a dude runs by doing this, you want to call Ta- Man, look, stop trying. To be part of the game. You should be invisible. Yeah, they try to like, had
2: a moments in the game.
1: Dang. It's, it's man, it's ridiculous, yo. It's absolutely ridiculous.
2: They investigating the one ref uh that refs the Celtics games. He's 26-2 and two with the Celtics winning.
1: Oh, we got another one of those on our
2: hand, huh? Another one of those on our hand. Mm-hmm. 26 and 2 as a ref for the Celtics, really.
1: Man, look. All I know is that some of the stuff we saw yesterday was downright despicable. It was down, I mean, this weekend was downright despicable, and just about every game. Just about every game. So every I'm gonna game. throw. Uh, here's a uh, Pat Mahomes senior. He's going on the petty train too. Your own,
3: I see. Yeah, I'm smoking to Joe Burrow. You smoking to Joe, <laughs> <is> Joe Burrow? <laughs> How's it feel to be headed back to Super Bowl? <laughs> uh, it feels great, you know. You know my big boy did what he
2: always do. You know he gonna show up and, and show out, and I'm just glad he did it. Smoke hey. on that Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. <laughs> that Joe Burrow. He living. He living in. He living in everybody head. Hey, and he had, he ain't got mentioned 57 times after the game. <laughs> and Joe and Joe Cool gonna be like, okay, y'all talking about me so much because y'all was lucky. Why y'all, why y'all, Pat Mahomes coming in, this is not Burrowhead. We know where you at. Like what? Why you so, why you thinking so hard about that?
1: So I didn't pull the video. This is why we have to do this first, because there's a long list. There's a long list from this weekend. Jermaine Pratt, linebacker for the Bengals. (laughs) That was me. My man.
2: I you are that I, I know
1: that's why I'm bringing, you are that petty. You are that petty. I, I know you are that petty as that's a teammate. Hard. I can definitely see you doing that. Like, fam. What the hell are you touching for? Look, yeah, like, I understand it is what it is, bro. But as the leader on the defense at that point, I understand the emotions. You have to. You should be the main one tapping him on his head. You
2: like, are a professional. No, no. you know when you say that.
1: No, no, no. Listen to me. You know when you say that, bro. The next get together at somebody' crib, I and mean, y'all just you know drinking beers. That's when you say, "Man, what the hell was you thinking?" <laughs> That's when you bring it up. That, at that I moment, hate it both times, because then it's like, you know, in
2: retrospect, what the hell were you thinking? Ain't no retros. Did LeBron retrospect J.R. Smith? He said, "What are you oh, doing?" That's true. That's true. <laughs>
1: LeBron, hey, LeBron is on the petty train as well. Cause come on, fam, you on the ground like you are yeah. like RV.
2: Oh my that's god! god.
1: <laughs> like you in a Shakespearean play. Man, get your big goofy tail up off the floor, hey, man. Hey, listen,
2: that's what real passion from Ohio look like. <laughs>
1: Is that what it oh, is? Make the call. Is that what it is? Fake the call, man. Make so call. basically, both basically Ohio and our Chicago cats just flat out embarrassed us in that <laughs> moment. Both of them. Just like, what are y'all doing? What? Stand up for the for the deal.
2: Yeah, stand up. You can. You on your knees? It's like it's this game seven, man. Oh my god. You 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 you. What? Thirteenth in the West.
1: <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Yes, man. Come on, man. you 13th in the West, complaining about two games in the last two weeks. Like, really? Come on, man. Now, I will say this I have a positive petty. Sometimes we have positive petty. You're on the petty train. B.J. Hill, teammate of Joseph Asai for the Cincinnati Bengals, was absolutely petty <laughs> towards the media in the locker room. And I loved every minute of it.
2: Yeah. Come on, he, been, he played his butt off the whole game. Actually, we'll 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 ask a different
0: question. Overall, I mean, what, it looked like guys were coming up to you on the sideline as you went through that. I mean, what was that like having guys come up and then kind of? Go uh, up and kind
3: of... I said it was great knowing that I had my, the support of my teammates, and um, I just gotta, I gotta, like Sam was saying, I gotta learn from experience and. Um, I gotta know not to not to get close to that quarterback when he's close to that sideline. If, if there's anything that could uh, possibly cause a penalty in a dire situation like that, I gotta do better. Things are happening so fast. They're obviously. Did you did you, did you have any idea you were you were at that sideline there? I mean, obviously you're in full chase and you know. Yeah, I was just in full chase mode, and I was trying to um I was trying to push him to maybe um, get him going backwards because I knew he was going for that sideline. I was trying to make him go backwards, get that clock running, but um. I, I didn't know I, didn't, I haven't seen it yet. I didn't know how far out of bounds we were, but um yeah. Did you get injured on the play? Like yeah, my knee buckled a little bit, but we're um, we're gonna take care of it and get the an MRI tomorrow. Which knee? The right knee.
2: What did Zach tell you after the game?
3: Uh, he just told me to keep my head up. Told me um there were a bunch of different plays we had to make that it didn't come down to that one, and uh, we just gotta keep moving forward. <laughs> yeah, teammates told you? To same same exact thing they've been super supportive and um you know it's just i just got i got i got to be better but they, they've been very supportive
1: how, how hard is that to kind of maybe kind of not put all that weight on you
3: as you go through this i mean it's just okay. it's, it's extremely hard what? man come on man i'm, just, I'm sure it's tough yeah. that's i want to ask him about it
0: that's a really question bro come on does, does the, the support you're getting is that the sign of <coughs> out of the culture
3: that, that feeds this. To For sure, absolutely. We're we're one big family. It's not it's not fake. You know, when um when the going gets tough, you we know, don't start pointing fingers, we lift each other up. And um, I'm just I'm just happy I got there's these group of guys around me supporting me right now because it's, it's hard. Just
2: oh you are mute you're mute.
1: That's the type of OG you need in the locker room. Like that, that's an OG. That's somebody's like look man Stop asking this dude the same question 10 different ways.
0: Yeah. Like
1: the dude gave you a full statement of what he was thinking, what he did, what he has to change, how he has to get better, he's sorry. What else do you want from the kid? Now y'all want to pick and die. prod from 10 different <laughs> Now you want to probe 10 different just, ways. Come just on. Just roll over.
2: Just roll over and die. Cause you had, yes. you messed up Joe Cool's opportunity to be poor 0 That's all.
1: Never. Man, the dude already got ripped by his teammate walking into the locker room. He feels about this small. He was crying on the field. He's been crying for the last 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah, and you, and you're standing here asking this dude dumb questions. How hard is it going to be? To, what do you mean? He's yeah. crying. He's showing you how hard it is, literally right there in front of your face. That's right. I, I do. I come from the media, but I tell you, man, sometimes – the media infuriates me sometimes, bro. Yeah.
2: Right? They're not always the good guys.
1: Yeah, because I'll, I'll tell you this. I will never be, or I will never lack empathy for the moment when it comes to athletes. Never. Never. I would never lack empathy. You know the one question nobody asked them? What? What did you see as the play developed? Because mm. you're on the other side of the field. Tell me how the play developed in your head. Because I saw what happened. That's right. Tell me what you were thinking leading up to that. Like were you in drop coverage? Were you what were you guys trying to do on that play?
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, I think we've lost in journalism asking the right question at the right time. You and know why? Because we want we want the viral quote.
1: We want the viral question.
2: And I think that just takes away from the end-moment uh, reactions of post-game, like we used to have the great quotes in post-game history, you know, all the things we used to uh, be accustomed to and having real sayings for that lasted. It wasn't just a trendy thing to do. And it's, it's a shame because I think you lose, it makes it about something else, and it makes it look like he wasn't paying attention to the game. You know, and I think it sucks that way because uh, it's a lot of really good stuff you can get right after a win. And you got to hit the sweet questions to really bring that out. You know, I think some of reporters did some good jobs uh, bringing that out the head thing, you know, but uh, it's it's a shame for sure. I think everybody outside of the, the white lines or the court we got to step their professional game up. Commentators, Tony Romo getting too comfortable thinking he in the locker room. Mm-hmm. About to say the N-word.
1: That was crazy, right? Me. That clip was bananas, right? Man, Tony. <laughs> man. Tony, you almost lost your career but like, life. But like
2: what? What could in he? In moment. What, what are you trying to say? Man. Three what? Three What? <laughs> what were they doing? What were you going to say?
1: <laughs> right. It's like, okay, we know the first letter of the word. What other word were you what trying were you to put be, in there that what what we went with what you were trying that? to say? Like, what, like, where were you going, bro? Man, I'm. <laughs> were you trying to say NFL? or?
2: Yeah, where were you going with Even if it was, what were you going to say after that? Three, what? Bro. Look, man. (laughs) You got Uber drivers walking on the court during the game. Where the security at? (laughs) Where the security at? The man walking up, almost deflected the pass with his McDonald's. I tell you, this is professional sports, man. Man, I got to step it up outside
1: the athlete. It was a lot. It was a lot. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CFE Nation, YouTube. Follow us. Hit that like button. Let everybody know Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spend it different. I told you on Friday. I said, "Don't let, don't do, not let this one-legged dude, the boy, don't let me come back here Monday." And somehow, some way, this dude has found a way to win. Did he play good in the second
2: half? Let, let me finish.
1: Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish because when I tried when, last week, when I tried to be objective about everything. You wanted to go crazy with Joe Burrow. I tried to be objective. I said, look, number one, they've only played one game in Arrowhead. Joe Burrow won that game. I said, so Eli Apple needs to shut his mouth because they only played one game in
3: Arrowhead.
1: (laughs) I said, number two, every time they've played, it's not like Cincinnati is blowing Kansas City out. They play really close, highly contested games. It's two really good teams. If Kelsey doesn't fumble in the regular season game, they go down and they're probably up 10 points with like five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Possibly. If Mahomes doesn't throw the interception last year to B.J. Hill, this week Mahomes said, I choked last year. He said that. He said he choked. Like, dude, this is what what it's like when you play good team, when two good teams play each other. My whole point was, don't let it happen. Because everybody's trying to elevate Joe Burrow. He can't lose this game. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He can't. He hold know. on. Let me finish. Oh. can finish. I didn't say wait. You act. I'm not going that whole Josh Allen route that you go. That's not where I'm going. Whoa. Yeah, because uh, you can't. Because you, you go, can't. you did you're you're very disrespectful. <laughs> very disrespectful. Josh is very
2: disrespectful. Fool in the
1: Look, that's that's your opinion. Okay, fine. All I'm saying is. Pause. I told everybody, until this dude actually wins a title, pause. Because that's the same criteria that's given to every great player in every professional sport. You don't get to be spoken about in the same echelon until you win something. Magic had to go through it. Mike went through it. Brady went through it. Dude, that Kobe went through it. Shaq went through it. Dude, win one. Then when you win one, now we can talk. People were talking. Man, relax. Let this young man. Now, this is the test, bro. This is the test. We get to see how good Joe Burrow really is in the next couple of years, in my opinion. Well, because he's about to go through what Patrick Mahomes went through. Because T, T Higgins is about to get the bag. As a free agent. T. Higgins is out of there. The Bears, are, the Bears are definitely gonna show him the bag. Oh, here we That's go. That's the first. I'm telling you. The bears are you just hashtag Bears and T Higgins. And y'all watch got, how many y'all twists you see. I got
2: your boy Chase Claypool, the fifth field. best receiver in the league. That you buy him
1: lucky lefty podcast None, but really, Tyler Boyd is getting older. I hope he comes back from the quad injury next year. Yeah, but I think his contract is up in a year. T Higgins, more than likely, you if you pay him and you got Jamar Chase coming up in a couple, it's like, man, you have to sure up that offensive line even more, dude. Moving forward, it seems like they're Joe Mixon is on the outs. I don't know why, but it just seems like they just don't play him as much. So I think they're gonna it's going to be some new offensive skill players coming in, and it's going to be interesting to see how Joe Burrow now moves forward. Yeah, I mean, he's off the
2: deal pretty soon.
1: And he's going to be off the rookie deal pretty soon. So that's, that's when the challenge comes up. And that's what's so impressive about this year collectively. I'm going to say something, and people might be like, you're out of your mind. This is the best team. I didn't say the most talented. This is the best team that Patrick Mahomes has played on in Kansas City. Team. They win a different way. The defense is much – this is the best defense he's ever played with, ever. The best team. And this is why everybody's like, man, the Eagles are going to kill them. It's a team game, dude. It's a a team game. Go look at the last two good quarterbacks the Eagles played. Dak Prescott, I said the two good ones, because the last five they faced have been Huff. Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers, both put up 30-plus. This is when, you know, (laughs) best on best, the best pro pass or pass pro offensive line in all of football is the Kansas City Chiefs. The best pass rush in all of football is the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's go. It's best on best. You, The trenches are going to win this Super Bowl. It's not Jalen Hurts can ball. They got skilled players. Dude, what's up with these trenches? That's right. What's up with these trenches? Because Chris Jones is going to be a problem. He's going to be a problem. Do you realize seven rookies that were drafted, all made plays for Kansas City yesterday. That's true. Sky Moore. Seven of them. That's bananas. What does it go back to, though? To relate it to Georgia and Alabama. When you get to the level where you are an elite program or team or organization, it is not just about the big dogs you are able to bring in guys and immediately allow them to make an impact. I had four rookies in the secondary, bro, against Joe Burrow. If I had told you they were going to play four rookies in the secondary against Joe Burrow, what would you have said before the game?
2: Be a good game for Joe Burrow.
1: It's a wrap, right? Like, oh, it's a wrap. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's like people, I think people get so stuck on players. And this is why we want to talk about big game energy in Notre Dame today. We're going to get to that in the second half. Big games so many times as Zach Taylor. I want to ask you as a Bengals fan too, your thoughts of Zach Taylor as a coach. Big games come down, we focus so much on one play There's so many different plays that change the ebb and flow. If Pat doesn't fumble, they're in Cincinnati territory. If he doesn't fumble, that's a first down play. (laughs) Do they go up double digits? We we don't know. You're thinking, here we go again. Kansas City has another chance to put the Bengals away, and Pat chokes. There's just so many things that happen. I think early on, the offensive line was confident, right, Cincinnati? Coming off that Buffalo game, they dominated Buffalo up front. They dominated Buffalo. And, dude, Chris Jones and that crew in the first series just like said, this ain't Buffalo. This ain't Buffalo. And forced, they started putting two in the backfield to help with protection. That was the adjustment. So that's that's what I love seeing. I can watch those two teams play ten times, bro. Yeah. Ten times. I know it's going to be a close game. It's going to come down to the end. I'm not moving. I'm not ordering any food. I don't even want to go to the door to pick get the food. Not yet. I'm locked in. That's true. And this is what Notre Dame, this is what you want to see at Notre Dame over the next two to three years. Yes. That same big game energy, right? It's what we said. We knew Notre Dame was going to be in the game against Ohio State. That's right. All, all that stuff about blowing them out, Mm-mm. no. Notre Dame's going to be in the game this year against Ohio State. Ain't nobody walking. They're not walking in pushing Notre Dame around. Can Notre Dame, as a team, Kansas City won that game yesterday as a team. I know Pat threw for three hundred. They won that game as a team. Brookies made impact plays. Your best defensive player made impact plays. Hey, Pacheco just running through people. That's another rookie making impact plays on the offensive side of the ball. Patrick Mahomes playing out of his mind on one leg. It's a team win, and that's the type of energy Notre Dame is going to need. We fall in love with Sam Hartman, but in order to get the job done, the totality of the 2023 Notre Dame team, it's going to have to come together. They're going to have to be a great team. It's just not about Sam Hartman in this offense.
2: It's not. Sam Hartman in this offense is is a culmination of having all the right pieces and Sam Hartman being the last piece to the puzzle and what we've been working on for 10 plus years at this point. So Sam Hartman is only highlighted because we know we are secure at a lot of other places that with one more you know, needle on the haystack, we know we can break through. If we weren't in those same positions where we didn't feel like we had a receiver room that had the talent, a linebacker core that was young, and, but could be very impactful, then we would say Sam Hartman wouldn't even be the the main thing we would have needed that we felt like could take us to a championship. We're just asking for two games from a guy that can take on that challenge. It's a tough challenge but we know we can get there with the team that we've been building, especially under Marcus Freeman. Look, that's one of the
1: things that stood out. Because you can go to the other game and you can see, as much as people thought San Francisco was the hottest team, the best team going in the playoffs, they were fragile. because they were one injury away from it all being done.
2: One injury away, so yeah. it's just crazy to see how just one or two things can really make the difference in the season. I mean, we saw the Eagles San Francisco game; Brock get gets hurt with his uh, his wrist or was elbow, one of the two. Josh when Josh Johnson comes in gets hurt too. I mean, game over.
1: Game man, over. I feel I feel bad because I'm like,
2: man, that's you couldn't find a better
1: backup. You had to. Realize that Brock Purdy could have gotten injured in a game. Like, that's the best option you had? You couldn't go get get a veteran?
2: Well, Josh Johnson is a veteran, (laughs) technically. No, no, no. Well, a more viable veteran. That's the thing about the league, you know. You don't really bank when your quarterback's getting hurt, which makes it so tough as a market to even get in there. But that's why they, you know, recycle guys like Andy Dalton and Matt Barkley all the time. Yeah. Because they have just enough, you know, not enough to win over an organization, but uh, break the glass in case of emergency. But that also shuts out a lot of younger guys trying to get in there and get that uh, second, third, you know, uh, reps and positions that have a little more talent and not on the back end of a, of a career. How do you feel about
1: the way it looked? I've never dealt with this. You're a quarterback. I don't know, you know, maybe you've had your arm hit before you came forward on a pass, and you can, like, relate to what he might have been dealing with. And It came across like he was asking out of the game. Like, dude, this is the NFC Championship. Yeah, I think. Like, you put that in retrospect to, like, seeing Patrick Mahomes, like, telling the KC doctors, like, I'm not going in the locker room. Like you're not taking me out this game, and then it's, and it's right.
2: a little different though. Your arm is a little. That's different true. Your legs. That's true. I'm sure That's if Patrick's true. arm got hurt. His ass would be like, I'm not gonna be no sitting duck out there, you know. So <laughs> I think Brock Purdy, being that he is mystery relevant, yeah, everything had to go perfect for him to be all right. That just shows you that he's not. That shows you that they need to keep Trey Lance, but. It also shows that it takes a lot to be that dude. Because you got to be that dude in the moment. You can't be that. You can be that dude over a long period of time. But being that guy in the moment, yeah, it requires you to do more than what the average you know, requires. You see a guy like Patrick Mahomes go down. Yeah, it's his leg. But still, I've had a leg injury. And that's the worst injury you can get, in my opinion. But in the heat of the moment, you know, being able to have the tape up jobs and stuff, he toughed it out, which a lot of guys that I know, I and mean, then just from watching the sport, it's not an easy thing to do and be effective. Yeah. Uh getting your arm hurt like that, it's a numbing feeling. So I've had my hand on helmets before and stuff like that. But if he's saying he's in I mean they ran the ball every time he was in there, so Well he um, said he
1: couldn't throw the ball down the field. He said I can complete short passes, but I can't throw the deep ball. I'm like, so you can throw him?
2: Yeah. That just, just don't throw it he, knee. He's telling himself where he's limited at, but he he's also knowing that he can push through a lot. So it goes back to how some guys are really built like that and some aren't. You know, and mm-hmm. it's not a knock on Brock Purdy, but it just shows when the, the level of competition gets that high is a reason why Joe Burrow, uh, Patrick Mahomes, the mm-hmm. uh, Tom Brady's and the other world are in the standing, They may end. Yeah. Because when the smoke gets intense, it's not too many guys can just withstand it when things don't go right. I'm sure yeah. Josh Johnson didn't go in the game thinking he was going to leave with a concussion. <laughs> yeah. He probably woke up this morning, probably got even nice, you know, Budweiser or something. Like, Man, I'm about to see my way to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Lo and behold. <laughs> Josh, get your helmet. <laughs> he probably couldn't even find it. Like, yo.
1: For real? I'm you going know, in. trying
2: to swag out with the towel and the 50 on 50 hat. Talking to his guy, you know.
0: Oh, and
2: to grab it. So then, you know, you go in there. He looked like he was like, man, I only had two reps all week. And I got here at the end of the season. So I think in situations like that, it's not noticed. And especially professional sports, it knows this thing is next man in and that circumstance because <laughs> you you really just have another office guy in the quarterback home It's a good study a guy to help you learn some stuff but you know you're only keeping two capable guys on the roster honestly
1: yeah yeah well it's that new rule too with the nfl with you know two roster spots i saw brady quinn tweeting about that yesterday it's it's kind of ridiculous Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. All of our great content. Leave five stars. Leave your comments. We greatly appreciate it. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it different.
0: You ready? Showtime.
1: This weekend, um, James Laranitas returns to Ohio State, leaves Notre Dame, and returns to Ohio State pretty much in the same position, G.A. coach. This is my issue with it, bro. He's been heavily involved with multiple recruits. And one of the recruits was a linebacker that was highly rated. And as soon as the news broke, that recruit just happened to be visiting and committed on his visit this weekend after the laryonitis news broke. Now, was it a calculated move by Ryan Day who's trying to harm Notre Dame? We've already talked about how Georgia and all these top programs are seeing Marcus Freeman coming and teaming up on Notre Dame as it relates to Justin Scott. Was it a calculated move by Ryan Day who didn't have a spot for James Laranitis? Didn't have a spot. He was on sports radio in the afternoon in Columbus. This dude is a Buckeye legend. Couldn't even get a spot. Goes to Notre Dame. Becomes one of the best recruiters, especially at the linebacker position. And all of a sudden, Ohio State has a spot. Look. You can point to the linebacker play and question James Laronitis.
2: Or Benedict Arnold.
1: Yeah, that's what you want to call him. That's fine. Who's going to recruit now? Al Golden? Al Washington? Like You tell me the the surefire recruiter on the defensive side of the ball. Right. Because as of last week, James Laranitis was number two on the defensive side of the ball. Number two. So now we put even more pressure on Marcus Freeman. Oh, you got to go get this guy. Hey, Marcus Freeman had to already go up to Chicago and get Justin Scott. Yeah. I told you over a year ago he was a heavy Notre Dame lean. Should have been done. Should have been done. Marcus Freeman should have never. Marcus Freeman should have been the closer in that deal. I'm coming in to close the deal.
2: He they there warming him up.
1: So people fall on both sides of the coin with this James Larry Knight thing, or we're better without him. Okay. All I know is the news was announced and the Darius Hayes committed to Florida, literally, the next day. See, because it's not about what we say. It's about what the kids say. And the name that we hear from the kids in the 24 class was James Laranitas. Sammy Brown, that went to Clemson this weekend for the sixth time, we talked to him, the name we hear, James Laranitas, Marcus Freeman. So you can talk, man, you can feel the way you want to feel about James Laranitas. I know one thing, he was the second best recruiter on the defensive side of the ball. Mm. That's it. I don't like the way it went down, though. I'm going to keep it a buck. Because if Marcus was supposed to be your boy. And give you a chance. when your, Dude, Ohio State wouldn't give you a shot. Man, Ohio State could have created a situation for him. Yes, it was done. To try and hurt Notre Dame from a recruiting standpoint. Because they know they don't got a better quarterback. Yeah, they don't have a better quarterback because they had to go out and get a transfer quarterback for Oregon State, who's in his seventh year this weekend. Le- Wait a minute. Y'all getting transfer quarterbacks in? What's wrong? What's wrong with the two you got? Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Ryan Day.
2: What you trying to say? Left what? What? <laughs> I told you. I told you that quarterback Kyle McCoy was not going to be it. I told you. <laughs> when Marvin Harrison Jr. said he wanted to potentially leave, is because they know. And I'm like, we got the better room. So if any time they get him is right now. <laughs> any time right now, they down. Ryan Day knows it. And he knows that he can't coach quarterbacks. Because if you could, you would trust Kyle McCoy. He been there long enough. Your coaching should have, the fruit from CJ and all the knowledge that he gave and you gave him should have fell on Kyle. He should be ready to go. Right. Even though he's not as talented as these generational first-round, 50-touchdown-throwing, finishing finalists, quarterbacks that you're getting. Yeah. Man, you got a pretty decent guy. But you just can't. That's why we got to win. But then they countered by saying, okay, y'all can win the quarterback matchup, but we just going to take your defense at heart. We just going to pull it out. It's about chestnut not checkers. So for us, they took a shot at our recruiter. They're already teaming up against us, against our other recruits. I'm not talking about the Coastal Carolinas or, you know, the Tulsa's of the world or Oklahoma even. These are the the, the Giants. Kirby. Saban. Ryan Day. Stop this, man. It's all over the country. So now it's just a little more pressure. They just attacking the king of the castle right now because they know what's coming. We ten scholarships, so we recruited so hard. We got ten more than we supposed to. We got, we got, we got ten extra guys in the middle of the locker room because it ain't enough lockers. We recruiting that good, so it's okay. We taking the shots, but we sending them right back. <laughs> That's what we're in there for. That's why we're going to be great this season. Oh, okay, you're going to take our defense group. Well, we're going to get the best re- transfer recruit, and that's a quarterback in it, in the portal. How about that? And we got Tyler still. How about that? <laughs> How about that? So we're not running from the smoke. We just we just ride the wave. It's just the wave. We're the wave, the wave runners. Marcus Freeman with the jet and the limo everywhere. Don't low Boy,
1: I tell you, you keep us viral on all the Ohio State boards, man. Each and every week, boy. I love it. Lucky, lucky podcast. Thank you all for your support. Man, we talk NFL playoffs, big game energy. We're going to continue that because we really just teased it a little bit. But well, we're going to get into how the Notre Dame team will be a complete team in 2023 because Notre Dame has always been that team where defense is going to keep us in the game we know the defense is going to keep us in the game right but somehow some way in the big games where's the offense we're going to talk about that coming up Lucky Lefty Podcast you already know we spin it different